and there's definitely some casts that click more than others and become more of that family model like you mm -hmm. mentioned and one of the things that we had discussed the other day is that there's sometimes the tendency for cast mates to become clicky and to oh. sort of for form groups and that can be i believe toxic to a cast when when people just aren't grasping this idea that we all need to be in community mm -hmm. you know yeah so that was just one thing that we had touched sure. on but yeah I think, yeah i think there's aspects of clickiness that can be natural that you naturally mm -hmm. gravitate to certain people but when it becomes isolationist that you're shutting other people out from a group mm -hmm. that's where it does indeed become toxic yes. because you naturally you gravitate towards people that you like and agree with and and there's nothing necessarily wrong in that but it's the uh when it comes to cutting other people off and not letting them in that's where it becomes a dangerous yeah that's for sure so moving on to the next question that I have here, the question is, can you, or excuse me, if you can change something about theater, if anything, what would it be? That's, That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just wish back. more people could see it and realize how enjoyable it is as a medium <laughs> we've yeah. gotten so accustomed to just sitting on our couch and watching a tv show or going to a theater where you watch a movie and that's the most uh i don't know what term you'd use corporate uh enjoyment that you get is when you're in a movie theater mm -hmm. sharing an experience but when it's live theater there's an extra level of intimacy like you mentioned earlier between the audience and the performers because it's there really happening in front of you <laughs> right right i think that theater communicates ideas almost more personally than a movie can yeah because you're just so engrossed and you're just part of that experience and mm -hmm. When I actually directed my play, it's called The Philadelphia by David Ives. I actually set the play in a way that the audience can be a part of what's happening. Mm -hmm. So it was very immersive. And I, yeah. I, think, I think that might be one way that theater will go in the future, perhaps. But keeping people engaged is so important. And theater, if done well, is very engaging so yep. that's pretty cool yep so what do you see in the future of theater where do you see it headed i don't know <laughs> i <laughs> i just saddle up and go along for the ride <laughs> that's good i'm, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes but i i wouldn't hazard a guess <laughs> okay i i think maybe since this whole corona thing came up i think it is a possible that going back to that theater you'd be less likely to stay in the same rut of you know the same shows the same feeling the same kind of style of music and try to make something fresh and new and 
Yeah. And uh, I think <laughs> a lot of people who are creative have been sitting at home writing and composing and trying to find some outlet and it's just going to burst like a dam <laughs> when the opportunity comes back yeah, to have I live theater. That's an excellent point. In fact, if you didn't mention it, I would have. <laughs> um, <laughs> that there's so many people that have all the time in the world on their hands and mm-hmm. very creative people using that time to yeah. better themselves and to better the art. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I agree. I, I know... You know, everybody said, oh, now I have all the time in the world. I could do the things I wanted to do. But I think the most creative people and the most driven people are the ones who have already been creating. And right. this just opens up more opportunity for that. I, um, if, if you weren't already, you know, pinching minutes here and there in your busy mm-hmm. schedule to do something, you're not going to take the day's you're just yes. gonna sit back and binge on netflix uh, <laughs> i have stacks and stacks of dvds sitting by my tv and i'm like oh i can finally watch all this i don't think i've gotten through more than five or six because i've been mm-hmm. just the opportunity to be creative has been so vivid that i, I can't stop yeah. creating to sit down and see what someone else created right right there's so much time and it has to be used wisely Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you think about the current i know we pretty much just touched on mm-hmm. the current state of theater uh, what do you think of this is kind of a side thing here what do you think about andrew lloyd weber putting the shows online oh i think that's great that he has the you know the uh, means to do that <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> and it's wonderful for us to be able to appreciate and enjoy it. Um, yeah. Uh, that was just something that I, I had thought about today, actually, mm-hmm. because um, given that people are just stuck in their homes, having a method of being right. able to enjoy theater what's in the midst of their mm-hmm. home, I just think that's great. It's nice to for a time at least no one has to monetize it they're just out there trying to keep each other alive you know yeah. uh, and that's how i've looked at the stuff i've been posting and sharing and i don't look to gain from the stuff i'm sharing i'm at this point just sharing it to to lighten up a friend's day or anyone who sees it and say oh that, that was a moment that i laughed and forgot about the quarantine and when i've gotten mm-hmm. comments from that to that effect from friends that have been rewarded in itself just because it feels like it meant something even if it was just this very silly video <laughs> right um, and I, w- I will say I did laugh at the one that you made about the two toilet paper rolls <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you had me dying that's that's kind of the lines of what I was going for is just can we laugh <laughs> and and that's yeah. always been my biggest mode of operation is make someone laugh and lighten the situation, you know, even in, in work situations in, in the office where things get tense at times, you know, I, I usually interject something stupid and funny to just lighten the mood a bit. <laughs> and that's kind yeah. of the way I operate. And that's a good way to be. And I think that through time and history, people have come out of 
some really hard times yeah. by lightening up and by that's why I think music and art is so prevalent because mm-hmm. it it keeps people sort yes. of calm. <laughs> in in um, fact, uh, that reminds me of the, the, the play that I directed, Diary of Anne Frank. When I picked it up and started reading through it, I was like, "This has a lot of humor in it, and it's mm-hmm. such a dark subject." You know, the the World War Two and the uh, Nazi camps Holocaust. and Holocaust and yeah. Yet in the in the midst of this darkness, there's levity. And on one hand, it's mm-hmm. a dramatic device to get you to care about the characters, so that when they die, you feel more affected by it. But at the same time, it also shows how they managed to get through that situation was by, you know, making each other laugh and singing songs together. And and I think Absolutely. it's a, a lesson we can take from <laughs> that story. Yeah. That's for sure. It's all awesome stuff. Yeah. So how would you encourage others to better themselves in their crafts? I'd say keep creating. That's the biggest way to learn is to do. I find, I mean, once you get beyond the rudimentary basics of the craft, Mm -hmm. doing and experiencing and practicing are are your best weapons. Um, yeah. If I had one thing I would have done better myself going back years would have been to, you know, take a dance class, take study music more intimately. Cause I, those are th- areas where I see weakness in myself as a performer that I'm not the best dancer. I'm not the best singer. So I, I, <laughs> as a result of that, I tend to push what I am good at, which is the, the acting and the, uh, humor and performance absolutely but if you can recognize those weak areas in yourself and and strive to build those up make yourself valuable to a casting director or a a, a production company that's looking to hire you in other areas yeah for sure that's some great advice and i know you mentioned before that with the with the question about the future of theater and where it's headed that you kind of just like to go with the flow and <laughs> i like that mentality but leading into this next question in five years from now what can you see yourself doing with performance art where do you think that you're going with it i, I think mostly pressing on and doing more mm-hmm. um i've having had several good experiences directing i that's something i want to explore more and do more shows as the opportunities arise um i've been doing a lot of set designs recently i'm actually uh, lined up to do one that i can't name the company or the show yet because they haven't announced it yet but it's it's one i'm excited about in the writing area and and i want to do more of the creative side and continue mm-hmm. on with the performance, but expand yeah. upon what I'm doing. That sounds wonderful. And I know that you will. And we pretty much discussed some themes of shows and what they mean to people. So let's move on. Uh, your favorite show. Do you have a favorite show or? Normally I would say no, but in this case, I, I'm like, people ask me what's your favorite movie what's your favorite book i I can't list one because i have like 
tons. Right. But shows, there's one that's especially meaningful to me, and that was Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Because it was uh, probably the first musical I was in. And I was a minor character, but it was one that meant a lot to me at the time. And um, when I got the second opportunity to be a part of it in a slightly larger role, I jumped at it. Because, mm-hmm. again, once once you connect with a story like that, it stays with you even past the end of the performance. Um, yeah. I, I can think of shows like that where I'll think of a scene that was emotionally impactful and be find it difficult to speak yeah. because of that emotional hit that it gave. Absolutely. Um, I can totally. And yeah, that's, that's one I would do again. <laughs> yeah. And who would you want to be? Well, I, so far, the first time I did it, I was a beggar. I was in the ensemble, and I got the one line about, one Kopeck last week, you gave me two. So you had a bad week. Why should I suffer? You know, and that was my big line. <laughs> and then I got to dance around and sing all the songs with everybody in the crowd. But And then the second time around was just like three or four years ago here. I was Perchik. Oh, wow. And that was an exciting role because I got to be more involved in our do more of the dramatic stuff and have a little solo and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, next time around, it would be Tevya, though. Okay. <laughs> I, I said I would do the show again if I was Tevya or Laser Wolf. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe I'll do it two more times. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tevya would be a great fit for you, just knowing you personally. And I think you'd be excellent at that role. So go for it. yeah and i could totally uh empathize with that thing that you mentioned about some scenes in certain shows that we've performed Mm -hmm. and being able to go back to those moments and recollect and yeah really you know just i i feel that that weighs heavily with me so Mm -hmm. is there something that you don't necessarily like about theater or I I guess like it kind of ties in with the question about changing something about theater but I'm sure there's something (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I don't dwell enough on my dislikes to remember them yeah which that's I guess is okay (laughs) I think that's probably for the better (laughs) so during this time of quarantine, I know that you're still working, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But how are you keeping up with your craft? Uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we had uh, a group that gets together on Zoom a couple, like maybe once a week or so, mm-hmm. and just picks a play and reads through it. Um, last time we read, it was a uh, a travesty what they call a travesty which is sort of a parody of Macbeth and it was written like the 1830s or something like that so it had all the flavor of farce layered over top of the the structure of Macbeth uh, it was fun to kind of take on those parts and then read the the script through as a group live online and get a sense of the story hearing it spoken 
and Absolutely. playing through characters as well. That's amazing. Yeah, I um, I had read Macbeth, I believe, in like the tenth grade or so, mm-hmm. and my memories of it are just so funny because we had <laughs> cast this entire you know script with a bunch of students who didn't care less about theater, you know? Right. Um, yes. So. I don't know. I should probably go back and English Lit 101, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a rough <laughs> time in my life. <laughs> um, but let's um sort of wrap up this sure. amazing interview on this question. What are some personal goals that you're setting for yourself? Um I would say it's more of a day-by-day kind of thing for me. I can I do better today than I did yesterday? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I don't tend to be one to make long-term goals. Other, you know, just a general feeling of I'm going this direction, but I don't necessarily have a, in five years will be this, or 10 years will be that. Mm-hmm. I, I look more at, am I doing today better than I did yesterday? And if mm-hmm. I am good, if I'm not, well, I had a bad day. Let's do better tomorrow. Right. That's kind of how I approach most things in life that's a great way to live. And um, I'm glad to hear that. Well, Gene, I want to thank you for taking the time this morning, especially on a Saturday, (laughs) um, to record with me and to be a part of my podcast. And you've done so well. And I just appreciate you so much. Hey, thank you, man. It's good to hear from you. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Best, Best of luck with everything, Gene. And with you. Thank Hope you. Hope we can do a show again together soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Take care.